Hello, hello. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in to our Clubhouse podcast, where we have candid and open conversations about mental health and anything related to it. Our Clubhouse is located in Richmond, British Columbia, where we support people living and recovering from mental illness. You'll be hearing from both members and staff where our thoughts and opinions are our own. I'm Andy and today you'll be hearing from Jay, Caitlin, Stewart, and Janine. <laughs> so today our topic is the big five personality traits which include openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. And we'll discuss those a little bit more in depth when we go through them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically what happens is we did a quiz and figured out what uh, percentage we have of each trait. So first one being openness, it is a tendency to think in abstract and complex ways. So how about we start with Caitlin? What was your percentage? Uh, it's quite high. It's my highest one, 90. Wow. And I was I was shocked by that because I, I thought I keep things to myself a lot, but I do sometimes I over-explain about, oh, no, not over-explain, just I, I open up too much with people that are probably not that close to me and I should like not do that sometimes because sometimes I open up too much when I shouldn't. <laughs> but I can see why I got 90%. <laughs> well, openness is actually your like more artistic side if that makes oh yeah so clearly you're a very creative person yeah okay that makes sense okay um so you got a really high score um Stuart what did you get I got 79 percent that's pretty good that's also a pretty high score um and for openness uh Jay what did you get for that for openness I scored the highest of 90 percent then Janine, what was it? Yours? Uh, I have 77%. Seven, okay, also really high. I got the lowest score out of all of them. I got oh, 56%. Man. Oh, I really? guess you're not that creative. I'm shocked. <laughs> I thought you were that. I, I thank you, but I'm really not. Andy hates the arts. I'm suspicious of the arts. <laughs> You'd hate my house. <laughs> no, I love art. I'm just, I don't find myself as a creative yeah. person. Yeah, you're not all. creative. You, you appreciate art, but you can't do it. I, I really can't and it's really sad because my brother's very yeah. creative yeah Caitlin and I are just I mean, team opposites <laughs> which is weird because I could see myself because uh, my brother's also very creative no way because my brother who's two years younger than me he's in, like a working actor so that's yeah. the arts I bet he'd be high on the openness part and I just love the like yeah painting drawing um if it's a video game where I can get creative and make my own house like the sims or base depends on the game uh, uh I, if i can get creative or like design my character if it's mm-hmm. a game where i can design from head to toe i'm like i'm doing it for hours my boyfriend knows that i'd be like three hours it's like are you done creating your character <laughs> you'll like, never nope, be done no i'm still um I, I got a few things to do and then i'll be done well done because uh, <laughs> i would think i'm almost done i'm almost done and then no Three more hours later. <laughs> May I ask, Caitlin, if you ever got into acting when you were younger? Uh, I did do drama in high school, and that was fun. Oh. Drama classes. I didn't. I wasn't part of the club. My brother was part of the club, which was all plays and stuff. We all, my family, saw him perform, and but I was just in the uh, club, and I learned a lot of. It was fun. It was fun performing in front of you just know- my class. <laughs> you know what they say about drama? It's the one of a kind people. Oh, I never heard that say. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> like openness isn't just like creativity. Arts. Yeah. Like, cause like my dad 
he's like like Caitlin like a 90% but he's the least artistic person I've ever met in my entire life yeah but it's just like it's huh. the experiences and like new experiences ideas, yeah. and he's always the Lockhart way the Lockhart yeah Finding innovation weird ways to do things just because you can <laughs> yeah. the Lockhart way so yeah actually that's that's actually a good segue um Janine so thank you um so yeah. high scores so anyone that had a high score, which is basically all of you, you yep. enjoy typically playing with new ideas, discovering novel experiences. Um, you tend to enjoy the arts and you seek out unusual complex forms of self-expression. So like Janine's dad. <laughs> My favorite was when Janine's dad made a candy slide for Halloween. Yeah. For because of COVID. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I see. Oh, yeah, I saw those. <laughs> yeah, we still want to hand out candy, but we don't want to be near anyone. But let me make the most intricate and unnecessary ladder shoot possible. And I'm like, you, you could just put a bowl like at the bottom of the steps. Like, no, I'm going to build this giant ladder thing with huge decoration on the front. I was like, this is horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. Does that sound kind of accurate to you guys at all? Yeah, because I like dyeing my hair. That's the way of expressing myself. True. I've been always wanting more piercings. I just have the standard low piercings, but I've always been meaning to get pierced on my rest of my ears and my face. Well, I, I don't want to be covered. I just, I'm very particular where and how many piercings. I don't want to go crazy. I just want little here and there, some of my face, some, some of my ears. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's, I could see that. Yeah. What about you, Stuart? Do you find that's a little bit more accurate to you? Well, what I found very interesting from my results when I did the test is it says openness people seem to say I think in a, like they think in an abstract way sometimes. Yeah. Which is a very interesting aspect because I was not aware of that. Yeah. No, it, it's it's interesting. It's a I guess it's less of a traditional way of thinking you're able to kind yeah. of have an open mind to new ideas and new ways of of maybe solving things which is really cool and he's just a conservative uh, <laughs> ew. Not conservative. <laughs> no you're being outed now no i am practical you're just not open to the new way of thinking and how the world's going to progress and you're just really yeah. i am i'm yeah stuck in my ways clearly <laughs> clearly clearly sounds like my life <laughs> no so for people that have a lower score I they tend to be more practical conventional and focused on concrete things so if I find it harder I guess to think of things that are more abstract to so like theories so like for example I remember in um when I was in astronomy I found it so hard to wrap up my mind around the fact that you know the universe is constantly expanding and all the things yeah. within it and all the things happening like it's still hard for me to grasp uh -huh. I think for a lot of people it is because it is such a big concept yeah but I as much as I loved it it was hard for me to understand because it's not just like in front of me so that's why psych is a little bit easier for me because it's like mm -hmm. this is what this is and this is what is observed <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I'm the opposite I'm definitely the opposite of that because I like just thinking how things could be changing constantly my mind's always like I daydream a lot mm -hmm. so it's probably because of my also I get I daydream a lot more because I have ADHD and I find that I daydream and lose focus so easily and that could be tied 
that's probably why my percentage for openness is really high. Yeah. Because I'm like always daydreaming and like, no, no, focus a task I can. Do what you got to do now. Which is also could be a good thing, daydreaming. It's not always bad. Daydreaming can be very helpful too. They don't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, what did you get for that? I agree with the score. I'm open to new ideas and perspectives. At Langley College, I studied various subjects. I studied poetry, history, French, Latin, philosophy, statistics, chemistry, journalism, and others. I agree with the score. I like being open-minded. Very cool. Yeah, super. (laughs) Makes sense. All right. Let's move on to the second letter, which is conscientiousness. Um, so that is the ability to exercise self-discipline and control in order to pursue, to pursue your goals. It kind of plays into the idea of delayed gratification. So people with higher scores are considered to be organized and very determined. They're able to forego that immediate gratification for the sake of a long-term achievement. So kind of like that whole, um, uh, marshmallow test. I don't know if you guys ever heard about that. They did for the kids. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like, yeah. So for those that don't know, they would give, they came up to these, like, I don't know, I think it was like five-year-old kids. They had, they were testing them obviously. And they said, all right, you, I'll give you a marshmallow. If you don't eat it in 10 minutes, then we will give you another marshmallow. So you'll have two marshmallows. If you do eat it before the 10 minutes are up, then we don't give you another marshmallow, but you get a marshmallow. So then basically it was just kind of testing them to see if like they're willing to wait for the more of an option, I guess, or if they want the the good stuff now. So that's kind of um, part of what conscientiousness is. So those that have lower scores are could be more impulsive, maybe more easily sidetracked. Um, and they want to do what feels good in the moment kind of thing. If they can do something fun in the moment rather than wait, they want to do it now. Yeah. So what's, what scores did we get? Caitlin? Uh, I got 40%. 40%. Kind of low. I could see that. More, yeah. more impulsive. Yeah, definitely. I was more because uh, I have ADHD. So when I was a kid, I find myself more just impulsive to do s- silly stuff. Sometimes I embarrass myself for doing stuff. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But now as an adult, I I do get impulsive for different things entirely because I'm not a kid anymore. But I do find myself saying stuff and regretting or mm. doing something. I Why am I doing that? afterwards I regret it so I can see myself more impulsive or sometimes I can't wait for something but it also ties in my anxiety where I rather do something right away so I don't sit and in my anxiety yeah fair enough get over with something I don't want to do like the dentist or the doctor (laughs) 40 minutes like I just want to get it done I don't want waiting for my doctor and just get it done um so yeah I can see myself impulsive (laughs) do you feel like you do more fun things though like let's say if you're like I could play this video game or do this chore I'd rather play the video game first yeah but I've been <laughs> as an adult I try not to do that I'm like no play the video game later you're like aware of it though <laughs> yeah I'm very well I was like I really want to play it I really want to play it but then I was like, no enough. get you got it you got to get stuff done first then do it fair enough Stuart what was your score 
I got 73%. I noticed it said organized and determined person. I do think I am very organized and determined. I do think though that I do have a problem liking the long-term achievement of goals. I need to work on that and think more long-term than short-term though. Right. So that's like something that you are going to be more aware of, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to be more aware of it and focus on like the long-term solution and like getting life together rather than like small things. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like it. Very introspective. I think I kind of like uh, live in not the moment, but I live within five years and I need to like think outside of five years. For oh, five years is a pretty long time though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have a plan for dinner. So <laughs> you're doing better than I am. Yeah. And Janine, what was your score? Uh, I have 65%. Okay. So, so kind of in the middle. Kind of in the middle. Um, I think yeah. that's accurate. Probably. Like, I know that I have trouble getting motivated mm-hmm. and getting started. And like, I don't really have plans for the future. Um, <laughs> but also. Same. <laughs> I'm the same like, I'm just like I, I don't know I can't visualize that but like I know like like if you're using like the marshmallow test like I the kid that like would wait for something yeah but then also like I know that I'm also very impatient and impulsive with things like if I book a tattoo I'm like I want it now <laughs> like I don't want to wait two months for it like I want it now and when I was younger too like in high school I'd be like I want to get my hair done now and it'd be like midnight my mom would be like we can't get your hair done now. And I'm like, I don't want it. Now. It doesn't matter. I want it now. I don't care how it's so, gonna happen, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, but like I feel like, yeah, pretty average in the sense that like, but like if I do want to get something done, like my tasks are all quite organized. Okay. Like maybe my living space isn't, <laughs> but like my life in the sense of like, oh, I need to get this done. Like I'll do it. You'll do it, and mm-hmm. it's just more, I think, long term things, and I'm kind of like. know (laughs) you don't know how it's gonna go I don't know I haven't got that far yet (laughs) that is pretty cool though that you're kind of a a mix yeah so what'd you get for that Jay for conscientiousness I scored 75 percent I was not conscientious in high school years I was not that interested in studying being punctual and being determined after I turned 18 I decided to be more conscientious I was focused on studying Decided to be more responsible and even being punctual. I ended up with an 83% in conscientiousness. (laughs) You're just like the different one. (laughs) So definitely very organized. Wow. Definitely would have been. I was the kid that I would literally, if you gave me a cookie, I would eat the cookie in the tiniest bites in order to savor it for as long as possible. Not me. (laughs) Or if you gave me like you know, like my, my dinner and I had a dessert waiting for me right next to me. I would just wait. Like I, I would enjoy getting to the dessert. I was like, I can't wait for it. Oh, and I'm going to make sure I eat all of my dinner first. Get the build up. Yeah. 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 Not me. I was so like, I want the dessert now. And my mom, my parents were good at that. I didn't give the dessert to very end. So would be sitting there. I would, I would eat it first and then my dinner. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, my parents were very good. Never gave us dessert until way after we're done eating our dinner. <laughs> That's sometimes probably I didn't, a good thing. Yeah, I, sometimes I didn't even know we had dessert. I was like, oh, we do? 
Right, here's dessert. I didn't know. I was like, good, I'm done. You know, I got great. This is very well for you. Yeah, because I knew I was so impulsive. Nothing like a good cheesecake. And I'm not organized at all. Oh, you don't feel like you're organized at all? No, no. I, as a kid, I think I was a little bit, but not as an adult. No, nothing. I used to be really, I think, I think I am, I'm somewhat organized to a sense like I have piles of stuff and I know what's in them. So it's kind that's of like my chaos. Yeah, that's my yeah. dad. It's like my dad. I think I got it from my dad. <laughs> Just like I know where everything is. It might look like a mess, but I know what that piles that stuff and that piles that other stuff. <laughs> so I mean, if you know where everything is, again, organized chaos. You love it. Love to see. Or it. what's really bad is so I put something in a secret safe spot. So secret I can't even find. It's like I know I put that. I put that in the same spot, but I can't remember where. <laughs> so I. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, I do that to myself so a lot. Funny. It's so <laughs> secret. I don't even know. Where it is. I love that. Hmm. I said, oh, well, okay. I know it's so safe. I can't even find it. I eventually find it. <laughs> I mean, if you can't find it, no one else is. So yeah, I think you're safe there. Definitely. <laughs> so, Stuart, do you think yours agree? Like, do you agree with yours then? Feel like it makes sense? Yeah, I do. I agree with everything except needing to work on long-term achievement, but for the most part, it makes sense. All right, cool. We like it. We like to see it. Next one is E for extroversion. So that is a person's inclination to seek stimulation from outside world, especially in the form of attention from other people. So basically, do you get your energy from other people, from social aspects, etc.? So extroverts, they actively engage with others to, for like friendships, admiration, power, status, excitement, and romance. Just some of the things. While introverts will conserve their energy and don't necessarily feel the need to earn those quote unquote social rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, extroverts are more likely to get joy from getting a promotion, new romances, winning an award, while introverts are more content with simple, quiet lives and rarely seek attention from others. Comes with, it's an energy thing, right? Yeah. So what did you get, Caitlin? Uh, 52%, which oh. I, I don't think I was always been, like, I can see myself being both. There's a word for you, both extrovert and Ambivert. introvert. I'm more, I feel like I always thought I was introvert for the year, longest time. I think I was the introvert, very introverted until I became an adult. And now yeah. I'm like, it depends how I feel. Sometimes I really don't want to see anybody. Yeah. And I like to be alone. And then sometimes I like, I need to see people. And I get yeah. lonely a lot when I'm in that mindset. So it's like, yeah, 52% feels right for me. Yeah. So that means you're, you're an ambivert. So you're both. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't think I'd be 52. I thought I'd be a lot lower. There you but, go. Uh, yeah. So I can see that. Perfect. And then Stuart, what'd you get? I got, where is it here? I got 67%. Okay. I find that I do enjoy like earning friendship and like meeting new people and kind of getting to hear stories. I do not really think I'm big on like having power status stuff. Yeah. I'm not like uh, here to rule pathways or uh, conquer the world. I what? You're not? I... What? No, no, not anymore. The... Oh, not anymore. <laughs> not 
anymore. That was a plan at one point, and you moved on from that plan. <laughs> After watching Frank Amadeo, I think I am uh, satisfied with the story to not need to do it anymore. <laughs> thank, I, I, and we thank you for that. And we thank Frank for that. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And Janine, what was your score? Uh, I got forty percent. Yeah, that, I think that seems about right for you. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's the one that's like the zero surprise. Yeah. I love my alone time. Mm-hmm. If I don't have to talk to people, I won't. <laughs> but then also I know that like if I don't go be social, I'm going to feel like crap. Well, <laughs> in a week, probably. Yeah. yeah, like it takes time to build up to that. Yeah. Get that energy to see people. And then I only need that one little bit. A little bit. And, and I'm good, good for a while. Yeah. yeah. So you, you can kind of make that energy that you have gotten last for a long time. Yeah. Very cool. For extroversion, I scored 79%. I always thought that I was introverted. However, my friends and acquaintances told me that I seemed like an extrovert. I enjoy making new friends. I always wanted to be an extrovert. I wanted to be more vibrant and outgoing. It cheers me up that I scored high scores. Love that. Oh, I also noticed that I prefer one-to-one time with people than being mm. a big group. And that get that. So that's the, uh, I think that, what do you call it again? Ambivert. Ambivert, yeah. Well, I like being with people, but I don't want to be in a big group. Yeah. But I do I want that social energy. I want to socialize. But yeah, without. no, actually, I think that's a really good point that you bring up. I think that makes a big difference for a lot of people, whether it's in a group setting or if it's one-on-one and one-on-one seems to be easier because it's not as emotionally draining yeah it's just <laughs> like a party is like a lot for yeah i like, like i do like parties but like once in a blue moon yeah because it can be very draining I, i'm done as i got i'm good for like how six months i'm good for a long time i got my dose of partying you're done for a while you're fine yeah <laughs> see i got a 71 or extroversion, but I do still find that I'm more like you, Caitlin, more of an ambivert. Like I find that normally when I get home for work, cause I've been socializing all day, I just need to like sit in my room for the rest of the night. Yes. And talk to no one, but my dog. <laughs> yeah. And it helps to kind of regain that energy. Do you know you don't live with your boyfriend, right? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah. So I was saying, do you one talk day. to your boyfriend? <laughs> no. Just ignore him. I just ignore him when I go. No, (laughs) no, no. I just at the moment, regardless, though, just a little bit of alone time is what I need. But I still like interacting with people. So it's a bit of a balance, a little bit of a ambivert situation, too. Not as exact as yours, though, Caitlin. Yours is like verging on perfectly half. (laughs) Yeah, 52. I love that. Okay. Next is agreeableness. That is um, a person's tendency to put others' needs ahead of their own and cooperate rather than compete with others. So people with high scores typically have lots of empathy and get pleasure out of serving or taking care of others, usually more trusting and forgiving. People with low scores have less empathy normally and are often described as hostile, competitive, and antagonistic. They tend to have more conflictual relationships and tend to have more falling out with people. So now who is going to admit to having the low percentage? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Caitlin, what'd you get? Um, 73. 
Okay. Yeah, I could see that. So you're more empathic and definitely. Sometimes I sometimes I put myself totally like last. Sometimes I care about people's feelings more sometimes and how the oh how or what I'm gonna say is that Mm -hmm. gonna hurt their feelings like. But I should really put myself first sometimes because sometimes honesty is great if I'm honest person. Yeah. I gotta be honest. Sometimes I can't just hold it back no, and make sure like the person's happy. It's like, no, if I'm not feeling great, I gotta be honest. Yeah. Can't sugarcoat things. Like it's not, especially if it's someone that you love, right? You can't really sugarcoat things. Yeah. Sometimes it's like family. I'm always trying to be careful what I say, but it's like, eh. It depends on the family. It, it's always depends on the family member. There's some I don't care what I I don't hold anything back, and some I'm like, I don't know. I should say that. I don't know. You think about it a little bit. Think yeah. about how it would affect them, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that score makes sense for you, Stuart. What was yours? For agreeableness, I got seventy five percent. Nice. So higher end too. I do tend to agree with things that I think are a good point or like very true or maybe something I'm being open-minded about. I do think though, if I don't really believe something, I won't agree, but I'm open to being open-minded and like hearing out somebody's side of it and maybe changing my ideas around. Very understanding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, fair. Janine? I have... 67% 67% hostile hostile I hostile. mean <laughs> depending I can be <laughs> we, we know I can be very stubborn I can be very petty <laughs> um, depending on the situation like Fair. if you test me it's coming out yeah you know that yeah yeah <laughs> well we know not to cross you good <laughs> also had a very low score my dad was like concerningly low we're like are you a sociopath actually (laughs) i love it super high openness but incredibly low agreeableness right that's what it was he's only open in his way (laughs) he will do it his way (laughs) that's so funny oh your dad's funny that's great um jay what did you get for that on agreeableness, I scored 62.5%. I kind of agree with the score. I like being competitive in a kind manner. I'm empathetic, but I would like to push my ideas and engage in friendly debates. Yours? Mine is, I got a 76%. 0%. 0%. I am incredibly hostile, can't you tell? yours would have been higher, actually. I think it originally was. No, I what think was your, like 79. But what 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 was your percentage to you say? 76. Okay, a little bit higher than mine. Yeah, just a little bit higher. But I mean, I think I'd like to think that I'm pretty empathic. I mean, and it helps working here. It does help working here at Pathways Clubhouse. <laughs> um, Where dreams come true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um yeah so like in terms of like I feel like I am a trusting person but in terms of forgiveness I definitely can be a little bit more of a grudge holder depending on the situation it takes a few years for me to like let go depending on how badly I've been affected by it so but it's weird because I'm still trusting (laughs) 
So it doesn't really make sense the way that it works, but that's just kind of how can't, <laughs> can't relate. Can I teach you a valuable lesson in life, Foundy? I'm sorry? Can I teach you something valuable that might help you? Sure. Life? When you forgive somebody, you are not forgiving them for that person. You are forgiving them so you can learn to accept it and move forward and not have to deal with that pain anymore. So next time you feel you might have to forgive somebody, it's great to forgive them and it helps them, but do it for yourself and realize that when you forgive, it's going to help you and it's not just about that other person. Yeah, I can think of it more in a selfish way. I yeah, like it. You forgive yeah. them. You don't let them know that you forgive them, but you forgive them in your mind. But then you're also yeah. like, I'm still never going to talk to you again. Yeah. I, 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 you're, you're, yeah, get out of my life. But yeah, it's yeah. like, it's kind of like, like Stuart was saying, kind of like, uh, like do it for myself kind of thing, just to get that out of my system. And don't give them the satisfaction yeah. of knowing that you forgive them. Exactly. So that's a perfect balance that I want to strike. <laughs> they don't know. I can still hold a grudge in a way, but. I've kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, when you live in peace, which is hard for many of us to do, but when you live in peace, all the fear goes away. You're content. You're at peace. You don't have to worry about other people. So try and find some ways that make your mind peaceful and to just live life and do the best you can and not always worry, not that you might do this, but not always worrying about how others perceive you and know that you are doing good and to give yourself credit and not always others. No, and that's true. I've actually started to do a pretty good job about not really having people in my life that don't bring me peace and happiness. So that's one way I'm uh, a lot happier. I wish, I wish we could have that little jig you just did. Yeah, I know. My, my I little transcribe that into it's, audio. Um, you can just say that I'm doing a little bit of like a leprechaun kind of jig. In the spirit of St. Patrick's Day. In the spirit of St. Patrick's Day while wearing green and being short. And you did you did your little jump and you kicked the wheels. Yes. Yeah. Stuart can attest to this, right, Stuart? <laughs> that I definitely did yeah, a little so jig can. and a little, little jump click heel thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right, we'll move on then um, to neuroticism, our last point here, which is a tendency or just being more prone to experiencing negative emotions. That includes things like fear, sadness, anxiety, guilt, shame, etc. People with higher scores are more likely to react to these situations or to general situations with these, let's say, like negative feelings while low scores are more likely to brush off their misfortune and just kind of move on. So Stuart, what'd you get? I got a 37.5%. I think that maybe when I was a youth and a teenager, I kind of had a higher percentage Mm -hmm. because I was very ashamed of the scars on my arm or my depression or what people would think about me. I do think now that it's lowered and I'm not as stressed out, I do have moments where I kind of have bad emotions or I kind of have a bad day or somebody says something that they're not intending to be rude, but I kind of, it's like relating to my life. So I kind of take it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So I think overall I've improved, but I still have a little bit of that sometimes with certain situations. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty 
you know, understandable reaction though. Yeah. So it, it, it does make sense. But I like from knowing you, you seem pretty like relaxed with certain things. Like you feel like, all right, yeah, this happened. That sucks, but got to move on kind of thing. Yeah. Which is pretty admirable, <laughs> especially coming from I someone know. who doesn't do that. <laughs> Andy's like, can't relate. Thank can't you. relate. Um, Janine, what was your percentage? I got, let's see what I'll get, 62.5%. So kind of higher, but also not, not too high. Yeah. Again, kind of like your, um, I think it was your agreeable, yeah. no, your extra, no, your agreeableness. My agreeableness yes, yeah. In that gray area. Where it's like just above the halfway point, but you could still definitely go either way. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like that's accurate then? Do you feel like you? I I think so. Like in the most part, um, I feel like, I mean, like every personality test I ever take is always like, you have this emotional sensor. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean I think like I do have like a tendency to lean towards like getting caught up in like whatever like feeling down or mm-hmm. whatever it's, it is but I feel like I'm also on the other hand very like logical yeah so I feel like w- internally my little brain is like one hand trying to be all neurotic and then the other hand's like this is stupid stop it (laughs) there's always that there's a little little bit of like that internal struggle yeah i feel like a little bit of cognitive dissonance oh psych word oh psych word psych word my emotional turmoil (laughs) 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 yeah i don't know i feel like same with stuart like if i took this test when i was like a teenager or something it'd be like off the charts yeah um but now I feel like just with how I move through life I feel like it's a lot more balanced in yeah it's like I feel like I have better reign of it you're able to kind of talk yourself out of tone it down yeah <laughs> no, that's fair yeah I like internalize my neuroticism yeah I feel that's like very internal yeah like I don't necessarily show it but I'm like constantly freaking out of <laughs> Constantly, it's like constant anxiety. So, because like my score is actually a seventy-one, so it's not extremely high, but it definitely like I definitely have more anxious responses or more fear-based responses, or maybe more guilt over certain things that I feel than I wish I did. But you know, we're working on it. One day, <laughs> you don't seem convinced. <laughs> it's hard, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely wish I was more like, um, just more able to brush things off. Like obviously, like some smaller things, like you know, someone does something really dumb while driving. Like it's not going to, like, affect me for the rest of the day or anything like that. It, I don't think it ever did. Um, but like certain situations, like maybe I might think of the way I said something to someone and think about it all day and be like oh my god should I have said it like that did that hurt them oh my god I feel so bad <laughs> and I'll spend the entire day thinking about it 
and then I sleep on it and then I'm fine. But still, so not, not fun. Do not recommend. <laughs> Do not recommend. Zero out of one. Don't recommend. Zero out of one. That's a pretty intense rating scale. Oh, right. <laughs> zero out of 10. It's either 0% zero or 100%. That would be Zero out of 10. Don't recommend. There you go. Thank you. I got there eventually. I got there, but um, I think it has gotten better than from when I was younger, though. I think I was more so. I think it was more outwardly expressed before. Now it's more like, okay, trying to tone it down, but still internally feeling it. Um, so we're, we're getting there. We're working on it, making our way. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces fast, and I'm homebound. <laughs> <laughs> impromptu singing break. We love Stewart's it. just like, what is happening? <laughs> this, is, this is all into chaos. That's just the. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Stop it! Stop. Okay, what about for neuroticism? What did you get, Jay? I scored four percent on neuroticism. The website defines neuroticism as being emotional. I used to think that the rational person is powerful. I'm learning that emotional is also good. Too much neuroticism is not good, but too little doesn't seem good either. Caitlin, did you want to just tell us a little bit um, about your uh, level of neuroticism? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, is high number bad or low? Is low bad? I mean, there's, I there's, there's no, no really bad. bad. It's just a description <laughs> okay. of you. So what, uh, was your, what number was your score? Uh, 58%. 58. So that's kind of in between. Okay, it's not that bad so that good well basically like just to reiterate for you it's a tendency to experience negative emotions um so either like fear sadness anxiety guilt or shame so if you have a high score you're more likely to react to situations with those emotions and if you're a lower score you'll probably just kind of brush it off um so you i guess maybe it depends on the situation for you a little flippy floppy yeah, I guess so. I guess it's situations where, so like, it's almost like you don't have a filter. You just let it out sometimes. And then sometimes. Well, I guess it's more kind of like how you feel about the situations. Mm. Right. So like, sometimes you may just kind of be like, you know, something may happen to you. You may get, I don't know, you may stub your toe or you may say something to someone, I don't know. And it might affect you for the rest of the day. Or you might just be like, you might not even think about it. Yeah, actually, yes. I can see that. So you Depends can kind of what, be, I guess, depending on the situation. And my how I'm feeling that day already. Like sometimes my if my anxiety is already on a high, I'm yeah. already feeling kind of anxious, and I and then I do something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that totally makes sense. Yeah. So another mm-hmm. flippy floppy situation. We like it. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we can do we can have like a little bit of a discussion then about what we just talked about. How do you think these results that we got might impact how you view yourself? Stuart, any thoughts? Or do they at all? Or do they? Yeah. Uh, give me better perception of myself and allow me to like kind of look at myself in a different way. Do you think you'd do anything differently? Maybe like try and look at long-term achievement better. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's pretty fair. Yeah. But you, Janine, anything you might do differently? If anything, no, I'm perfect. You are perfect. <laughs> oh my God. I am so honored to be in your presence. 
I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just more introspection of being like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I see where this comes from and this is probably related to this, you know, just just being able to yeah, connect the dots for sure. Than maybe you could before. Um no, but I mean, if I change, then I'm no longer going to win neuroticism in my family. Okay. Yeah, the highest level of neuroticism in your family. Yeah, I was, I was telling Andy about this when we were first talking about the podcast, but um, like my mom, my dad, my brother and his girlfriend, we all took this test as well over Christmas. And then when we were comparing our answers, it's just like our family's so competitive. So for each one, whoever had like the highest was always like, I win, I win. <laughs> my brother's girlfriend would be like it's not a competition we're like no I win I win <laughs> so unfortunately the only one I won was neuroticism <laughs> yeah. is this like a legit quiz is it do doctors or people use it no no okay no and like uh, none of these personality tests they would I don't think it would be like medically accurate okay yeah um not that I can think of I mean they definitely don't wouldn't use them now I think it's just they probably stemmed from research, obviously, when yeah. um, they originally made them all, but they don't like hold up. No. According to like, oh, you have this, you're going to be diagnosed with this. You yeah. know, like, like it definitely, it's definitely not related to the uh, DSM 5 yeah, or but, whatever we're on right now. But they all have some, yes, some no. truth to some them. Some ounce of truth and yeah. some ounce of research in them. So, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, the big five personality traits are a well-researched like Mm -hmm. uh psychology aspect so that is true the test itself this one specifically like janine said might have the truth in it which is the original research of the big five personality traits but maybe the questions might be different so i might not i wouldn't like but it's better than like a cosmo magazine correct or a buzzfeed quiz (laughs) or Yeah. So this might be slightly more accurate, but again, like you always take these things with a grain of truth. Yeah, but grain of truth. I mean, it just confirms everything that yeah. either I was wondering about myself yeah. or yeah, it's just it's interesting. Yeah. It's, All right. So more it's than gonna, anything, it's introspection. Yeah. I don't think it's going to change me in any way. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. yeah, I think it's probably about the same for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's just more like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like. This is more about myself. Who doesn't love learning about themselves? I love, I don't know anything about myself. So I need a test to tell me. <laughs> exactly. I need a little robot computer to take the little numbers and go, duh, 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 duh. this is you. <laughs> yep. I like my score results. I like having an open mind. Also, I like the fact that I'm an extroverted. Yeah. So I think that was pretty interesting finding out how we all differ and how you're all much more open than I am but whatever it's fine Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right and last question before we end it off here is which if any of these big five traits do you think plays the biggest role in your mental health openness you think openness why I'm very like uh, open to things. I think like sometimes too much and I let my like mental health get in the way of my thinking. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. Appreciate that answer. Caitlin? Mm, probably the agreeableness part, mm-hmm. maybe. Why do you say that? 
because I tend to just always try to please people without oh. realizing it. Sometimes it's, it's very unconscious. And I, I forget about myself a lot. Oh, interesting. Because I lack of self-care because of wanting mm-hmm. to be there for people. Yeah, because I always, then I regret after like, I'm all drained and burnt out by the end of the week. So why am I burnt out? Now you know. I get stuck in my head too. So I beat myself up. It's like, why do I feel like this? I should. And then I, th- I think the conscious, whatever that one too, as well, a little bit, because that percentage, I definitely am not that organized, which can tie in my mental illness. Mm-hmm. And then like self-discipline and like, yeah, those two are very, I feel like they really tie in. They tie in together. Them. All right. Mm-hmm. Very good answer. Very yeah. Janine, which one do you think plays the biggest role? Um, I would probably say extroversion. Yeah. Because um, I, I know like that's like a big thing for me if I'm like not feeling good. Yeah. I'm that person that will be like isolating myself even more. Totally. Make me feel even worse. Yeah. yeah. Or... I'm like after a long week I'm like why do I feel so crappy and it's like oh because I've been like overstimulated yeah in all these social situations all week so I feel like that one like my slightly less than mid score for extroversion is probably like I feel like it plays the most common role because it is something that's like social socialization is like such a big part of our lives and like yeah. our jobs. So yeah. Like I feel like it has the biggest impact then. It's a big on, balancing act for you. Yeah. And how I feel on any given point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is totally fair. Do you and And me. Just waiting for you to ask. <laughs> um, for me, definitely it's neuroticism because I definitely let that get in the way a lot. Yeah. And that affects my mood a lot. And it kind of gets me into this cycle of negativity, which is not a fun thing. Mm. <laughs> can yeah I can't tell you that mm-hmm. but um so that's definitely something that plays a really big role in like my mental health I so we all kind of pick something different yeah that's cool I think we all picked I think because Caitlin picked um conscientiousness conscientiousness and agreeableness yeah you picked extroversion I picked neuroticism and Stuart picked open <laughs> so oh, yeah. oh, turns out all of them have effect <laughs> what a thunk <laughs> uh, I feel like my openness I want I need to be more open like in sense, I gotta. I think that should be my self care. Like I should do more art and draw more and be more creative, and that should be my self care. Because I feel like I always put that on the back burner. Mm. So I'm all. I'm hence the grievableness, because I feel like oh no, I draw later. Oh, I do this. I'm like no, it's. I shouldn't. I should really do that a lot more because it makes me. Ha- I feel happy after drawing or doodling or. That's a good idea. That's a good yeah. idea. Just make time for it, kind of thing. And that's yeah. really hard for some people, though. Yeah, because like, I always forget about important. my self care. And like knowing now that, like, oh, like that's something that's very important for my personality. Exactly. So maybe I need to make more time for it. Yeah. Just being yeah. aware. Hey, look at this. This test is helpful. <laughs> yeah. Thank it. Ninety percent openness. So. <laughs> I must be. I, I must. Working on it. I gotta work on that more. I gotta focus on that more. I think. Exactly. <laughs> now you know. Yeah. All right, that's a high last... 90. I'm so shocked by the 90. 90s so pretty, high. that's really high. That's like, geez, I didn't know I was that creative and that open about my creative <laughs> side. Novel ideas and thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now you know. Yeah. Any last parting <laughs> words about any of this? Good job. Farewell. And everyone have a wonderful day.
Thank you, Stuart. What a nice send-off. Thank you all for listening. All right. Well, then we will end it off there. Thanks so much to everyone for joining us. And make sure to join us in a month once for the next one for the next one yeah. whenever that happens whenever we do yeah all right thank <laughs> you bye bye